Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. Have you tried to lose weight? And some of the people that you're, you know, that you tell, if you tell people that you're trying to lose weight, some people will look at you at a restaurant and say, should you be eating that? Or other people will come to your house with, for a party or something and bring something really, really fattening. And are those people contributing or trying to sabotage your weight loss? This is a really common problem. And my guest is Dr. Brian Parr. He's Associate Professor of Exercise and Sports Science at the University of South Carolina, Aiken. Welcome to the show. Dr. Parr, what a great topic because I have had some weight loss frenemies myself when I was in weight, weight Watchers like 25 years ago before I had kids. What are weight loss frenemies and what do you do to avoid that? Do you just not tell anybody you're trying to lose weight? Yeah, I don't know that that's the right answer. I think telling people that you're trying to lose weight and getting the support of people around you is really important. I think there's lots of research and, and practical experience um, that supports that idea. The problem comes in when the people that are around you that you expect support from um, don't provide that level of support. And in some cases, there are some people that actually interfere or maybe even seem to be sabotaging your weight loss plan. Um, so obviously this is a really difficult situation to be in, um, but there are some things that people can do to help minimize that effect and make sure that they get the people around them on board with their plan too. So tell us what to do. How do you do that, and how do you recognize the saboteur when they show up around you? Yeah, so I think I'll start with the second part of that. I think this comes in two different categories. I think there are people who are are kind of peripherally connected to us, coworkers, um, colleagues, acquaintances, who don't necessarily, maybe we don't need to rely on them for lots of support, logistic support and emotional support when trying to lose weight, but we do rely on them not to get in the way. Um, and so it's it, a simple example of this is, you know, a coworker who insists on bringing food into the office knowing that you're trying to lose weight. And, and, and once you start seeing success, it seems to do this more often, right? Now, this person might not be intentionally trying to sabotage your weight loss, but they certainly don't seem to be helping very much. And so I think there's this, sort of the unintentional interfering that goes on. And then there are some people that just absolutely seem to be trying to get in the way of that process. And, and I, I've heard people talk about this, how, you know, especially in women, men don't seem to do this as much, but especially in women, um, ranging from catty remarks to, um, to you know, making choices or decisions that, that make things difficult for the person trying to lose well, weight. Well, let me just stop you a second, Dr. Parr, because I'll tell you what. Women do tend to do it more, and the catty things that happen, I think, personally happen because of jealousy, ooh, this person is really dedicating themselves to weight loss or diet, and the other girl or woman friend is either jealous or says, well, I'm going to sabotage this deliberately because then I can, you know, then, then she's no better than me. Then she's got no more willpower than I do. It's a mean sort of cycle. But I do think that it exists. I think it's almost deliberate, maybe a little bit unconscious, but not really. And that women do this to other women so they can feel better about themselves because women are typically insecure, especially when it comes to our weight. 
So I, I think you're I think you're right about that, and I see this in people that I work with in programs, and I see this with friends of mine uh, where this happens. And I think you're right. I think some of it is is this this cattiness, this an in, intentional. You know, I'm going to interfere with this, so you're not doing something that I'm struggling with. Um, but we can take that a step further and look at people who are even closer to the person losing weight, friends, close friends, and family. And there are times where, where those people, the ones who you would think would be universally supportive, can get in the way. Um, and, and I'll give an example. A woman who was in a program of mine years ago, she was trying to lose weight, and she was the person who did all of the grocery shopping and cooking for her family. And she started off cooking healthier meals for everybody um, because she was trying to lose weight and thought this would be a good time to get her family to eat healthier. And over time, they actively resisted and complained about the, the healthier food she was cooking. And she ended up progressing to making two dinners every night, one for her yeah. and one for her family. You know, and that didn't last long. And so that was an example of the people you would expect to be providing support just really not even wanting to play along. So give us some workable things that people can take right now, so an action plan. If you run across those people, a resistant family, kids, spouse, girlfriends, you know, partners in any way that are stopping you in your tracks, in your goal to weight loss, give us something we can do. What do you say to those people? Well, I think the first step is making sure... I know what I'd say to those people. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, and probably not the best place to start. I think the first the first thing to do is to make sure the people around you, the people who are important in your life, know what you're trying to do and understand why. And I think if you make it clear that this isn't, you're not doing something to make their life more difficult and you're not doing something to make them feel bad, um, the people close to you, I, I would think, would, would get on board with that. They may not like it, but but they would get on board with it. And I think when you encounter resistance, I think it's important to say to the person, look, you know, I am really trying to do something here to help myself, um, and I would appreciate your support in doing it. And if you can't give that support, please get the heck out of my way. Um, and in, in some way... That's of, a nice of way of putting it. Very yeah. nice way of putting it. I would appreciate the support, but if you can't give it to me, back off. Yeah, and, and I think another way to, to do it, too, is to get the people on board doing the things you're doing. There's a good chance that if you're trying to lose weight, your friends or family members may need to as well. And that's a great time to say, hey, why don't you join in with me? Why don't we go for a walk together? And what you can do is get them on your team by literally bringing them onto your team. And that's a great bit of advice because really, who couldn't use that? And as you say, if you're trying to lose weight, maybe, you know, your whole family's got a few pounds they could lose. So getting everybody involved. Now, what about those girlfriends? Because, you know, they're not going to, they may want to get involved with you and you can say, hey, you want to start walking with me? Hey, you want to, but then there's that resistance still. So what do you say to those people that you feel are, are really sabotaging it? Is there some confrontation? Hey, you know, what is your problem? Or I'm doing this for me. It's nothing about you. What do you recommend to, to kind of get out of that rut? I think it depends on who the person is and how close they are to you. If it's, if it's someone who's an acquaintance or maybe a coworker, you might just have to ignore a lot of that. Um, if it's someone who's closer to you, a, a friend, someone you've been close to for a while, it definitely is worth having a conversation about, you know, why are you doing this and, and, and why is this the approach that you're taking? Um, and again, I, you know, there are some cases where I think people might not realize that they're doing it. 
Um, there's a lot of really simple things. You know, you're going to meet someone for lunch, and, and you're thinking of where can I go and get a healthy lunch, and they're picking a place that is their favorite restaurant that doesn't have a lot of healthy options for you. Um, you know, that's kind of getting in your way a little bit, but they might not be thinking of it in terms of I'm going to pick a restaurant that's going to make Melanie have a tough time eating healthy. It might just Yeah, be... they're probably not doing... Now, I mean, I, in my opinion, and we only have less than a minute left, but yeah. you, you can always find something healthy at a restaurant yeah, or you true. choose not to go to that restaurant sure, with sure. them and you Absolutely. say, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Best advice, 30 seconds in those weight loss frenemies. Yeah, I, I think you need to get them on board from the beginning, letting them know what you need for support and, and what they can do to help you. And if they're not, I think it's worth a conversation saying, look, I'm trying to do something really healthy for myself. I'd love to have you do this with me. But at the very least, please don't get in my way. That's a great way to put it, Dr. Parr. And, you know, we all will run into those people. Should you be eating that or picking those restaurants without a lot of healthy choices? And you have two choices. You can either let them affect you or you can be strong and, and fulfill your dream of weight loss. It's really, that's what it's about. You're listening to Train Your Body right here on Radio MD with our good friends from the American College of Sports Medicine. Thanks for listening and stay well.